Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. All right, welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Adam Roberts, other side of the glass. Going to have some fun on today's show. I think, like, I've been kind of serious last couple of weeks doing um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Packers topics, and, and talking about the future of the team, and now special teams coordinator gets ousted, Mo Dre, and I think some of you, most of you, are probably very happy that Mo Drayden is out of special teams coordinator, now hoping they get somebody that's actually proven to come in here, don't promote some some intern in the Packers front office to go be the special teams coordinator. So hopefully uh, we we get that proven guy, a Joe Judge, Rich Passaccia, whoever, whoever it may be, somebody that's done it and been successful doing it at the NFL level. I think that's the hope for all of us. So I was thinking about uh, this topic that I had uh, last night, and I put it in my phone so I wouldn't forget it by the time we got time to do Sparky's Midday Madness today. So Aaron Rodgers has been under fire. In fact, we did a topic earlier in the big show, who is or was a better big game quarterback, Farber Rodgers. And he's been under fire for not being able to close it out. Right? He's been under fire for kind of letting us all down uh, in big moments and not being able to figure out ways to win those big football games to get the Packers uh, to the Super Bowl. And you go back uh, to different players in the course of time. Uh, Brandon Bostic, right? Jumps up for an onside kick, drops the ball, fumbles it, turns it over, lets us down. Mason Crosby. Missing field goals, missing extra points, letting us down. So here's the topic. What player or players, you can have multiple, doesn't really matter, have let you down as a fan, over your time watching your favorite teams. I'm not holding this to the Packers or just the Brewers or just the Bucks, to whoever your favorite teams are. If you're a Vikings fan and you want to talk about your field goal kickers missing game or missing kicks, fine. If you're a Vikings fan and you want to talk about Brett Favre throwing it right between the numbers, fine. Whatever the case may be, whoever your favorite teams are, what player or players have let you down over your time watching your favorite teams play? It can be uh, in a critical moment of a game. It can be somebody with a ton of talent uh, that never panned out, that lets you down. You know, I had high hopes. Like, I always get accused of uh, having high hopes by Gary Ellerson uh, for the Wisconsin Badgers program. Like, when we just interviewed Tom Oates there on the Wendy's Big Show. Always gets his hopes up that they're all of a sudden going to get this guy or get that guy and it never happens and so forth. Things are going to be different. So, yeah, I always get set up to get my heart broken and be let down. Who is it for you? Who are those players for you or coaches? Maybe a coach has let you down and making a boneheaded decision uh, at a certain point. Who is it for you? 414 799 1250. 414 799 1250. Tweet us 
1250 AM, the fan. I'll be honest. I want to see if a player or two keeps coming up the most uh, amongst everybody that we've watched over the course of time. Obviously, uh, if you're listening to me and you're in your 50s, your list uh, or of players may be different than somebody's in their 20s because you've seen more of the sports world and more of your favorite teams play. So your memory uh, is going to be a lot longer. I'll start. I'll gladly start this one. Um, I think the first one that comes to mind is Brett Favre. As far as letting you down. Like, I, to me, that's the first one. And the reason that's the first one is the way he went about his business that offseason, going on Greta Van Sustern and doing Fox News, trying to bust into family night practice, doing all that hocus pocus, that whole offseason. Then, retiring again from the Jets, hoping they got their quarterback in Sanchez so they release him out of his contract. So then the Vikings could send guys down to recruit Brett to come play for the Vikings and drag it out even further. That's mine, man. That's numero uno. Number one, Brett Favre letting you down as a fan. And again, and a lot of times in situations when you talk about off-field stuff, I've learned over the course of time, you're crazy to think that you know somebody based on how they portray themselves in the media. Because you don't know. You got no idea. But through the media, watching Brett, felt like Brett was team guy. Felt like Brett was kind of like one of us, right? You go out, have drinks with Brett, that whole deal. That's kind of who he was. By the time that whole thing got done playing out, you realize that Brett was the most me guy in the whole wide world. But as a fan, you never really thought about it. You never thought that's who the dude was. You always thought about, man, he went through his struggles, right? With uh, alcohol or whatever the case may be that he had going on in his life. His dad dies. Everybody you know, can relate to that at that point. I mean, not everybody. A lot of people could re- re- relate to a parent dying and what he was going through, and then going out and playing the game against the Raiders, taking his helmet off and running around like a little kid on the field, and boy, he loves playing the game. I love me some Brett Favre. That's, I, I was, yeah, makes sense. That's the guy. And then how it all ended at the end in Green Bay. To me, that's my number one guy, letting me down. That's, that's one for me. I don't know who it is going to be for you, and you can have multiple. I have, I have a bunch. I, I can do this all day. For you, who is it for you? Again, it can be in any aspect. It can be you thought this guy was going to be better than he was and he never lived up to the talent. It can be he screwed up in a big moment in a big game or whatever the case may be. Could be he screwed up and, uh, and got into off-field problems or whatever and let you down because he thought he, were, he was you know better than that or whatever the case may be. Okay? Any which way you want to break this down is up to you. And again, I'm using Rodgers as my jumping-off point because I feel like there are a lot of people I feel like Aaron Rodgers has let them down over the course of time here. I'm just curious to know if there's one person that kind of ends up on most people's list. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, The Fan. Dan in Kenosha, you're first on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's going on, Dan? Well, I, I would like to nominate Aaron Rodgers for screw-ups in big games the last two years. I mean... We pick up uh, Tom Brady three times in the NFC Championship, and all three uh, times following that, he goes three and out. And then this year, in the second half, there was three three and outs consecutively. I mean, how can that happen to, to the league MVP? What a letdown. Possibly a four-time MVP if he wins it this year, Dan. Right, exactly. How can this happen? And for so many years, we've talked about, well, he's never had the defense. He's always had outscore guys. Uh, and now he gets given the defense, and he manages three points after the opening drive. It's so frustrating. I was there and, and uh, was ready for a victory, and, and it was just so So fun. you were at the game, Dan? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, so yeah. good. Let, give me this perspective then, because I wasn't at the game. Give me the perspective. 
of the people that were sitting in your section around you, when at what point was hope lost that they were going to win that game? Or was their kind of hope all the way to the end? Yeah, and until the black punt. I mean, we were all effed up until the, until the black punt. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, what it just happened? Yep, and special teams rears its ugly head. Dan, thanks but for the. Got to score. You got to score more than ten points. No doubt. Plain and simple. Absolutely, Dan. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. So, Dan Kenosha says Aaron Rodgers on his list. That that's his, and that's why I'm doing the topic, kind of using him as a jump off. Like I said, mine was Brett Favre. That that's mine one, uh, and not really even having to do with on the field, having to do with more how he was off the field of how his tenure uh, in Green Bay kind of ended at that point. So. That that's mine. He his is Aaron Rodgers. How about you? 414-799-1250. Mike in Cudahy, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Both of you guys, you and the this prior caller took kind of the wind out of my sails. I mean, if you if you summarize everything and we all know this, we're spoiled, you know, 30 years uh going to 19 seasons of those 30 years that uh, both are both Hall of Fame quarterbacks, MVP players played and deliver two Super Bowls only. So I am very, I mean, I don't want to name each, each game. There's too many, but there are so many. I mean, it's a team sport, granted, but you've got a, a field general out there calling the shots. So I wouldn't have to say these last, you know, we're spoiled, but we only got two Super Bowls. Everyone's, you know, what good is a 13-3, and three, right, or a 13-4 and four season if you if you bow out the first round of the playoffs, having a bye at home, after two seasons in a row, what will change between now and next year if we keep Rodgers and Devontae Adams? I would rather trade both of them to AFC teams, get the most for them, and just scrap everything and start all over again. Because, you know what, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and uh, again and expecting different results. We haven't gotten any different results. So that's my statement. Do you feel comfortable in saying that you don't think Rodgers could go to the Super Bowl in the AFC because of how stacked it is? You know what? That's so hypothetical, Sparky. That because I think a lot of people are going, trade him to the AFC. He's not going to get to back to the Super Bowl anyhow because of how many good quarterbacks there are over there, how much tougher that conference is than what he would have to go through in the NFC where there is no Tom Brady any longer as he retired today. Well, then I can I can, I can just uh, I could dispel the whole thing by saying the Ravens won with uh, uh, Trent Dilfer. Flacco. And, and Trent he, Dilfer. He was an ordinary, and he had an ordinary, we had an, they had an ordinary quarterback, and they had a lot of pieces. I would rather have more pieces around me. Look, give Jordan Love a chance. We haven't really seen him. Everybody had the same mentality when Rodgers replaced Favre, so why not have it the same way when you're passing the, the baton, right? Hey, man, when Brett Favre left, I, you remember? I mean, there were little kids telling Aaron Rodgers he sucked at training camp that next summer. I mean, that I was... Called- Awful the way they treated Aaron Rodgers after Brett Favre left and tried to come back. I called him the waffle kid. He waffled. He, he, his his mind changed with the wind. I mean, yes. talk about OCD, ADHD. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Mike, thanks for the call. Yeah, he was. He was. Oh. They listen. You, you may not like Aaron Rodgers now, but the way that whole thing went down the last time when it went Brett to Aaron, people treated him horribly, and I, I'm not. I'll take it a step further. I don't even know if his teammates, teammates necessarily treated him all that great in the beginning. That young core guys that were with him, like James Jones and those guys, okay, they were all his guys. But try to win over the veterans in that locker room, some of which I'm sure wanted Brett back, didn't want to deal with Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback, wanted Brett back. That's my quarterback. Go get him back. He had a lot going on. Like Jordan Love is not going to have that necessarily to have to go through. If Aaron Rodgers leaves now, I don't, I mean, yes, people don't think Jordan Love's good. Fine. But at least it's based on what you've seen on the field. That whole Aaron Rodgers thing had nothing to do with Aaron really whatsoever. That was just, we want four, we don't want you, so get. That, that, that to me was a completely different scenario than what we're going through right now. All right. So the question is this. What player or players uh, have kind of let you down uh, at some point watching your favorite teams? So Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers uh, and Brett Favre, right now, leaders in the clubhouse. I have my vote for Favre. Uh, we've had two votes for Rodgers, and last caller took a vote for both. Mike, the painter, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Mike? I have two of them, and I'm, you know, I'm the same age as you, Sparky. Yeah. So my, mine is Brett Favre, but he's my first one that came to mind. 
My first that came to mind was Big Dog missing that jumper against the 76ers. But that guy hit that open jumper every game, and that was just like money. And he blew it for us in that championship game. Yep. So yep. that's where I'm at right there with Big Dog. So Big Dog's one. You said you had two, though, yep. right? Yeah, Brett Favre, of course. Brett, you know, yeah. we were so many, so many ups and downs with Brett. So yeah, that that big dog miss was a huge yeah. miss, no yes, doubt about that. Thanks for the call, Mike. Yeah, I, I tend to forget about the big dog miss because you want to know why? Because that Eastern Conference Finals, yes, people remember the big dog miss. Fine, okay, yeah, I okay, fine. But I remember, as do many of you, Scott Williams getting suspended for that game for nonsense. By Stu Jackson, who never to this day has ever explained that whole thing. Never. Ever, ever. Never happened. To the point, I was at a press conference with Herb Cole talking. I don't remember if somebody got fired or hired or what all was happening. Scott Williams and I were sitting next to each other. And Herb Cole pointed out that Scott Williams was there. And then called it like one of the biggest screw jobs ever that they suspended Scott Williams. Said it at a press conference with media members all around. All around us. Flat out said it. If you were talking about a letdown, I was let down by the NBA front office, league executive, Stu Jackson, former Badger head coach, for screwing the Bucs in that Eastern Conference Finals. Then to have the Bucs watch the Sixers go and embarrass themselves against the Lakers in that Finals. And the Bucs played the Lakers great those two times they played them earlier in that year. Not that it mattered, but they had to have given them a better chance than AI and a cast of characters around them against that Lakers team. That's still irritates the hell out of me. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to John in Waukesha. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up, John? Hey, thanks for having me on. Sure. Uh, I have two players. All right. Uh, the caller before me just took the one that was going way back, and that was Glenn Big Dog. A lot of people don't remember that, but that was so disappointing. Sure was. So I'll, jump to, I'll jump to my second player. It's Kevin King. Uh, he's, he's been Kevin King. just been horrible since he was drafted, and he lost the uh, – the playoff game last year. And I always remind myself when I see him on the field that we could have had TJ Watt and how different that would have made our team. And it was a huge mistake in drafting and he has not shown the potential he was supposed to. Plus he was hurt when he was drafted. It was just a bad, bad move. And he's played that way. You, you ended up with him and the linebacker from Wisconsin who got cut shortly thereafter that didn't even make it on the roster. Going forward, so you literally ended up with Kevin King, who again starter in the league, but a big blown moment against obviously against Tampa Bay that everybody will remember going forward. John, thanks for the call. So his was Big Dog uh, and Kevin King. I wonder how many Kevin Kings we're going to get. I honestly, I should have. I didn't even think of Kevin King when I was putting this topic together. I didn't think he'd even get a mention, but he got a mention. Maybe he'll get more. Tweet us at twelve fifty a.m. The fan. Also tweet us at Sparky Radio. And call it up and let us know what player or players have let you down in your time watching sports. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM The Fan. Live from the Lakeland University studios. Leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. And of course, Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Get yourself to a game. You and the kids. Uh, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Check out their schedule. Get some tickets. And have just a ton of fun uh, watching the Milwaukee Admirals play hockey. All right, asking you this. We're kind of going off of Aaron Rodgers losing another conference championship game and the way they lost it. What player or players have let you down on your favorite teams over the course of of watching uh, your favorite teams play in your lifetime? For me, one was Brett Favre and the way that whole thing ended in Green Bay. So mine was off the field as far as... Trying to get into family night practice, going on Fox News to go to Van Susteren, going all that nonsense then happened. Then trying to force the Jets to release him, which eventually happened after they drafted Sanchez, and then getting himself to Minnesota and all of that. Like to me, that was the biggest letdown. Like that guy was the guy for Packer fans, even though he threw a million interceptions. That was that guy. Uh we'll get back to more of your calls real quick. I want to hear my guy Adam Roberts. All right. So who is that guy for you, Adam Roberts? Well, a lot of people who have listened to me as I've produced some of the shows on and off the last two months know my three teams, Packers, Brewers, Bucks. But what a lot of people don't know is I also am a huge Toronto Maple Leafs guy. And I don't get to talk a lot of hockey. No, because we normally we don't. Right. Unless it's the Admirals. We talk Admirals, but other NHL hardly ever. Yes. Correct. Go ahead. 
But if I had to put an athlete who has made me sad, I don't know if it's let down, but sad, it's Phil Kessel when he was with the Toronto Maple Leafs because he came in, was this hotshot guy, was going to be the guy that get the Maple Leafs over the hump, and Brendan Shanahan, the team president, completely mismanaged, as he has done for a very long time, that organization, and they still have not won a cup in 55 years, and then he went off and became a two-time champion, played great for the Penguins. It was just very unfortunate to see that happen, especially in Game 7 against the Bruins during that 12-13 season. And just I had to endure a lot of that from my high school friends I after that imagine. game. It was yeah. horrible. All right, so there you go. Maybe, maybe it's an NHL team. Like I said, it does not have to be one of those state teams uh, in which a player lets you down. You can be a fan of other teams, and maybe it's a player on one of those teams uh, that has let you uh, let you down over the course of time. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, Rami Makloff, and the Rami Show comes up at 3 o'clock. James in Waukesha, you're next on The Madness. James, who is that player or players for you? Hey, Spark, how are you? Good, man. Hey, um, I don't know if it's let me down or hurt or sadness, but uh, I was introduced to the NBA in 1970, 71, 72, um, and... You know, I, 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 by by a guy by the name of Lou Elsinder, um, Johnny Mack, the Big O, Bobby Dandridge, Eddie Doucette calling the games, and I, I remember like yesterday sweeping the, the Baltimore Bullets in four. It, it has to be when Kareem demanded his way out of Milwaukee, and how that altered. Milwaukee Bucks basketball for 50 years. and well, It definitely did. And, yeah. and think of the championships we could have won, you know. And But that's, that's what, you know, I know it has nothing to do with performance or a game or anything. So but, let me ask you this, James, because uh, obviously that, that that's before me a little bit. Uh, yeah. So you saw what happened with Brett and how this all played out from this fan base, Packer fan base, how it kind of split the fan base of how he kind of, uh, worked his way out of this. This, what you're talking about, is a guy that simply just didn't want to be here anymore and wanted out, and nothing to do with management or anything else, just didn't want to play in the city of Milwaukee. So what was that fan reaction like? Because obviously back then you just had newspapers uh, and TV. You didn't have the social media firestorm that would happen if that were to happen today. I guess I don't understand what you're asking. How big of a deal was it in Milwaukee when that got out that he wanted out and wanted to force the trade? What was the fan base reaction to it? How angry were fans back well, then? Well, well, I, I, I mean, obviously we didn't have social media and right. the internet and all that. I mean, but for me, as as a ten year old, I mean, I I was in the middle of January and February. I, I'm out. I'm out. In, I'm out in freezing weather shooting. Shooting rainbow jumpers sure. and, and practicing a sky hook. Yeah, and and, and and it's just you know, like I said, I it, that's when I got introduced. So for me personally, yeah. Um, back then, you know, it, yeah. I, I mean, back then, I I don't know what the reaction was. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. Just... James, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. That's the one thing I. This is to me. Now everybody's different on this. I love hearing stories from people uh, that could tell me stories about stuff that happened in the area um, of places that used to be around the area that weren't here uh, for me. And you know, you feel old when you drive by somewhere and you're like, I remember when that was, I remember when that was. It used to be miles of apple trees. Yes, correct. Yes. I do it all the time, all the time right now. All the time. I remember when that was just a cornfield, and now it's a whole huge condo complex. Or I remember when that was this, and now it's this. I do it all the time. But to me, I like hearing from people that are older than me tell me stories about, you know, what this used to be, this old-time grocery store that used to be there, or this is how it used to be back in the day. I love hearing stories like that. So that's why we get James and Waukesha on. I wanted to kind of find out what that reaction was like. But again, he was a younger kid back then, too. Doug in West Allis, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Doug, what player or players have let you down over the course of your time watching sports? Hey, good afternoon, Sparky. Afternoon. By far, it's got to be Tony Mandrich. Mm. Because, um, and, and to preference, just to say something before that, I'm actually surprised hearing Brett Favre. Now, you did, you did say 
you know, it was because of his off the field. Stuff, off the field, how it ended yeah. is what yeah. what irritated me. Yes, but hearing Rogers too. I mean, just to hear those names, I was just like, when you started this topic, and I heard <laughs> Barb and Rogers first name, I'm like, they've given us so much, yep. you know, um, to to hear those names. I was a little bit shocked, but the, I, you know, I say Manrich. I think it's probably pretty obvious, but I mean, just being a bust and and not being the player that you know uh, the not only the Packers, but the rest of the NFL and the world thought he was going to be um, mainly because of, you know, steroid use and everything. And just looking at the players, you know, it's just every once in a while, you just think about, you know, Barry Sanders or having Deion Sanders or Derek Thomas uh, in a Packer Jersey instead. And again, you got, you go back to that, you have that last game of the regular season. All they had to do was lose that stupid game to the Cardinals and they end up with Troy Aikman at one. That was it. They just had to lose that last game. That meant absolutely nothing. And they end up with Aikman at one and everything is different because you don't end up with Brett Favre more than likely. And to be honest, I don't know how Troy, how good Troy Aikman would have been in Green Bay without Hall of Fame talent around him like he had in Dallas. It's hard to say, but I just, I love Barry Sanders so much that I I wish he would have been on pretty much any other team uh, to to have him succeed because I think he's such a class act. And, uh, you know, to see him just kind of, you know, toil in, in Detroit and not be able to, to get to a Super Bowl or anything like that. And he wanted to play in Green Bay. He wanted to play with Brett. I mean, that that to me uh, was something that always amazed me. He he did not hide the fact that, you know, he would have loved to play for Green Bay uh, by the time that his career was all said and done. And then again, like so many others, you have guys that call their career short uh, and walk off into the sunset. Doug, thanks for the call. Tony Mandridge. If y'all have time, if you don't know Tony Mandridge, you're younger, whatever, just Google Tony Mandridge Sports Illustrated. Look at how big. I, mean, he, I had that Sports Illustrated. I might still have it. The incredible bulk. The, that dude, yes, that dude was gigantic. And he had a girl, I think they were in bikinis or whatever, one on either of his arms, on his gigantic biceps. The dude looked like a real-life incredible hawk. He was dominant at Michigan State. When that dude went to, to the Packers, Literally, I think everybody said he's a Hall of Fame offensive lineman. Like he's just gonna go there and he's that he's gonna be that guy. Like it was literally the most can't miss lineman ever at that point when they drafted Mandrich. There wasn't a lot of speculation about, oh boy, this is gonna really backfire on the Packers. I don't remember any of that. None. And then on top of it, the general manager was Tom Bratz, who's from Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was the GM that pulled the trigger on that deal. And I still say, and I'll say to the day I die, probably 95% or more of GMs back then take Tony Madrid. Now, knowing what we know now, right? Looking at Barry Sanders and Derek Thomas and Dion, all these guys. Yeah, obviously he looks stupid. I, I, I understand and I get it. Um, but for me, um, it was a pick. And it, it, it just completely 1,000% uh, backfired. Jason tweets at 1250 AM at Sparky Radio. Mine is Morgan Burnett. For listening to Julius Peppers and sliding down instead of taking the touchdown in the NFC Championship game. Nobody in front of him. I still get chest pains over that. That's Jason tweeting at 1250 AM The Fan. Tell this story all the time. Is that Quaker Steak and Lube? Which, by the way, I miss very much because um, now there's none around here. Uh, but at Quaker Steak and Lube doing our, our green and gold game day parties back then that we used to do. And I, I don't remember anybody being mad necessarily at Morgan Burnett for sliding. I, I because again it was it was the right play. I know y'all disagree, but it was the right play. Julius Peppers did the right thing. The one thing you did not want to have happen was Morgan and Burnett comes running down the field, fumbles the football, gives the football back to Seattle, and you screw up the whole opportunity. We got the football back, get down, give the ball to our offense, and let's win this football game and, and call it a day. It was the right decision. Something else that I normally disagree with Packer fans on. Because so many Packer fans are like Jason that say, you gotta get, you, you should have kept running. Uh, no, I wasn't in that boat. What player or players have let you down in your time watching sports? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Lou in Kenosha, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up, Lou? Hey, Sparky. Thanks for having me. Um I'm going to go with, I haven't heard any baseball yet. I'm going to go with Jeremy Jeffress in the 2018 NLCS for the Milwaukee Brewers. Ooh. Now, if everybody doesn't remember, Jeremy Jeffress was an all-star that year. Yep. The back end of our, of our bullpen was the gnarliest in baseball history, maybe. It was Knable, Jeffress, and, uh, and Hayter. It was terrifying. 
But about two weeks before the end of the regular season, Jeffers started to look off. And, he, and it, you could tell something was wrong. And we got to the NLCS, and Council just kept strutting him out there. And if you're a Brewers fan and you don't have nightmares about game two when Wade Miley threw like he was Cy Young, <laughs> and then they brought out Jeffers and yep. Jeffers gave up that home run to Justin Turner, you're not a Brewers fan. Oh, Every Justin time Turner. Jeffers oh. went out in that NLCS, he gave up runs. Every single outing, he gave up runs. And I love J.J., love him to pieces. But he broke my heart in that NLCS. He kept us from a World Series because – it just he didn't have it, and they kept rolling him out there. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's a great call. I hadn't thought of it, but you're right, Justin Turner. Oh my God, ugh! I had long, scraggly red beard and everything else. Now there's another one of those situations. Like I got myself all excited about Caleb Williams being a Badger, and then he goes to USC. Like that, I was getting all excited. I was on Twitter rallying the troops. Come on, get Justin Turner to Milwaukee. Let's get him to Milwaukee. Boy, oh boy, that would really help solidify the middle of this lineup. Uh, of course, doesn't happen. Ends up going to LA. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to John in Hartford. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What player or players have let you down, John? Hey, Sparky. I've got three, and they're all off the field issues. Okay. Number one, Ryan Braun. Oh yeah. Uh, Not only did you get busted for cheating because you had to take your gummy outside of the time they told you to take it. But then you blamed a hardworking guy who could have lost, you know, it's, it's just, you're a loser. <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree with you on Braun. I, the, the Braun thing just angered me beyond all sense. And then what makes it even worse is that dude hasn't been the same since. Like, that's the crazy well, part. Like, they gave him that money. They gave him that extension, the whole deal. After he got busted, he was never the same guy. Yep, and I, that pissed me off so much. Me too. I, I gave away all my autographed Ryan Braun stuff to auctions for them to use to raise money. I didn't want anything to do with them anymore. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, no, number, no, no disagreement number, here. Number two, Brett Favre. You cannot go into the locker room after you put out a big steaming pile of you-know-what in the NFC Championship game against the Giants and tell your teammates, oh, we would have just got our butts kicked really bad anyhow against the Patriots. So it doesn't matter that we lost. That's crazy. I didn't hear that story. Oh, uh, we've got a mutual friend, and there's some Green Bay reporters that were in the locker room and heard it that I've talked to. That's ridiculous. I've never heard that story before. But that, if that was said, that is absolutely ridiculous because far that conference championship game looked like an old man john at that point he looked like he was old and done and cold and in fact go back kyle shanahan while that pack game was going on they referenced on tv that conference championship game shanahan showed his niners team that week leading up to the Packer game, they put that game on and made them watch part of that game and said, okay, now look, which team looks cold to you? And he pointed out the Packers were clearly the team that looked absolutely freezing in that game, even more so uh, than the Giants did at that point. The Packers haven't been the same at home in the playoffs since Michael Vick beat Vic, them up. Correct, no question. It's that game that changed everything. Leroy and I were just talking about that the other day. There's no question from that three- Vick game, yep. And number three, and you know, because I used to help you out on your Sparky's final inspection, what a racing fan I am. Number three, Matt Kenseth. You show up and get paid to run at the Slinger Nationals, and I have a friend who goes around and collects lap leader money from everybody. Daniel Hemrick, all these other NASCAR guys come to town, and donate money to, to, to the person that let a lap. Sure. Makes I sense. I was riding with them. Matt Kent flat out refused to give any money to a lap leader. Why? Because he's a tightwad. Oh, get out of here. The guy's got to be, he's got to be worth, he's got to be a millionaire. Why else would you refuse? Was this early in his career or later in his career? This is, this was, um, I would say within the last five years. So I was. So he's already. He, all right. So he's already been paid by that point then. So this is an early hour. He hadn't hit it big yet. He clearly had hit it Correct. big by that point. Okay. Yeah. 
Just wanted. Have you ever been to uh, his museum in Cambridge? Um, I have not, and I don't know if it's I've still. I don't know if it's still. Interviews with him. Yeah, I don't know if it's still there or not. If you kind of have to Google it, I was there years ago with NASCAR girl Summer Santana, who used to do the show with me and you and others. Um, and her and I went. It's it's cool, man. It, it's a really cool place uh, in Cambridge. If it's still there, thanks for the call, John. I had not heard that about Kenseth. I did not know that. According to Google, Pretty it looks late. like the Kenseth store in Cambridge is closed. So it's no longer. It was a cool museum, man. They had a couple of his race cars in there. They had driver suits. They had Kenseth trophies uh, in there as well. Man, it was it was sweet. It's too bad. I wonder why. He, well, I have no idea why he closed it, but maybe it closed because of COVID along the line, somewhere along the line is my guess. I don't know. But either way, it was pretty cool. It's too bad it's closed because I think uh, if you're a racing fan, you would have loved it. Bill in Iron River, listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Bill? Sparky, I've actually got a head coach GM that was my biggest disappointment. Okay. If, if that's okay. Sure. Vince Lombardi. Oh, yeah. Leaving Green Bay. Leaving Green Bay, yes. I think I was 16 years old when that happened, and I was just sick to my stomach when I heard he was bailing on the Packer organization. Now, there have been a lot of good answers here. I certainly agree with the gentleman that mentioned Ryan Braun, for sure. And, of course, Brett Favre, by the end of his tenure in Green Bay, I was as sick of him as I am of Rodgers right now. But Lombardi was the one that actually made my stomach turn. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Bill. Yeah, yeah. When that Lombardi thing happened, uh, and he was headed to Washington, what was that like from a fan reaction standpoint? A lot of my friends were very, very upset. Like I said, we were only teenagers, you know. So people weren't very understanding of the situation then? Not really, no. No, I don't think. Well, I think he had just, if I remember right, he had stepped down from head coach and was just the GM at Green Bay right. last year. Correct. Yeah, that's exactly he right. Said he, he didn't want to do that anymore. But then, on top of that, then he went to head coach in Washington. Yep. So you already felt betrayed, and then you felt lied to. No doubt. That's, yep, Bill, yeah. thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Again, you if you step back and think, just think for a second, how the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar thing would have played in today's society with social media, talking head shows, everything else. Well, first of all, we all know the talking head shows would be applauding him for getting the hell out of Milwaukee. So they'd be all in full support of getting to LA to play for the Lakers and they'd be so happy. Just like they would have been ecstatic had they got Giannis out of Milwaukee to go play somewhere. So we know they would have applauded Kareem for getting the hell out of Milwaukee and not blamed him. So we know how that would have played. But could you imagine Lombardi wins all those championships in Green Bay, says, I don't want coach anymore, goes back to GM and then ends up being a coach in the same conference? For a different team uh, as well. Oh, Packer fans lost their minds, I'm here to tell you on social media. Hey, are you looking for a new career? Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? A company been in business for over 30 years? Young Express. Talk about them all the time. Looking for dispatchers. Now, you have to be able to multitask in a fast-paced environment. You don't need any uh, experience at all. They're going to train you. Uh, good communication skills, computer literate, and overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. No experience necessary. At Young Express, if you get hired to be a dispatcher, competitive hourly wage, paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with company match, and a health plan. Apply today at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games. This is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games. And they're huge entertainment game room. Bocce ball, foosball, table tennis, pool, several pool tables. Settle down on some great food from loaded burgers, uh, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up. That was weak. Out of all the extras. Visit our Facebook page or QClub at WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. All right. So asking you, uh, who is that player or who are the players that have let you down uh, in your time watching as a sports fan? Can be on any team. Does not have to be on a Wisconsin team. If your favorite team is somebody outside of Wisconsin, that's fine. Doesn't matter. But who is it for you? Uh, A.B. tweets at Sparky Radio, Ryan Braun took a banned substance, lied about it, blamed someone else, and then finally admitted it. Uh, that's A.B.'s uh, right there. We got a bunch of them uh, coming in here, uh, which is really a lot of fun, I think. Uh, that guy from Wisconsin at Sparky Radio, no player has ever let me down like Gary Sheffield. We had the hot shot prospect, and he wanted out immediately. Gary Sheffield. That, that one, I take that one to the heart. That kid was so talented, so talented. And he was like, what, 19 by the time they got him up here? And they got him up here, and it was a, a veteran-laden clubhouse with the likes of Molitor and Yount and Gantner, I believe, was still here, and all those guys. Um, and he, I want to say, came up as a, a shortstop prospect and that whole deal. But he was clearly not ready. Um, and had some bitter feelings by the way he was being dealt with, I guess, inside that clubhouse or whatever else, um, and wanted to get the heck up and out of here. Because, again, um, a situation, I remember him talking about it on is that a TV show, or he did an interview, where literally he would pick out somebody at County Stadium, sing the first couple rows of first base, and throw at him from third base or shortstop, wherever he was playing on that given night. Uh, wasn't even trying to get it to the first baseman. That's how badly he wanted out of Milwaukee. Think about that for a second. You want to talk about one of the more hated players uh, to come through here. Gary Sheffield, probably on the top five of most people that are sports fans that are over the age of, I don't know, 40. Probably Gary Sheffield is, is probably on that list. Gerard in Delaware, uh, listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What player or players uh, have let you down over the oh, course of I, time watching sports there, Gerard? I got a few. I got a few. Being a St. Louis Cardinal baseball fan, your favorite team? Sparky? Hate them. Um, <laughs> uh, Don Dinkinshire. That oh. call was horrendous. That was that. That was the worst. That might be the worst call in baseball history. I feel bad. Be. I shouldn't be laughing at you and taking joy out of this. But as somebody that can't stand the Cardinals, I'm sorry. I apologize. I got I got a few others. Uh, right. The big enchilada, of course, Mandrich is a big disappointment. But I'm going to tell you my biggest disappointment because I was a sophomore in high school in 1972 when the Packers were playing the Redskins and Marie Lombardi sitting up in the booth with the Redskin owners. Ugh. You couldn't make it up. I mean, I'm going, you know, you know, back then you have to remember there weren't a lot of players moving around. Right. So everything was stable. And that, you know what I mean? If so you were a fan it, of a guy, they were going to be on your team probably forever. There you go. And that's, that's what made Bart star special besides, you know, everything else. But there, now remember Aikman, Aikman was saying he don't think he could have played in Green Bay because he had small hands right. and he would have had a problem gripping a cold ball. Yep. But but that was the biggest mistake. They should have known that guy was on steroids back then. I mean, come on, everybody that I worked with was telling me. Well, they may steroids. have they may have known Gerard, but they didn't care as long as it didn't affect him and he was able to throw people around. They they didn't care back then. I mean, there were guys you doing know, steroids. There were guys doing steroids all over the league at that point. 
Do you remember the videos they were showing to him with the shopping carts in the supermarket? Oh, yeah. Filling it up with all the, I'll never forget this yes. as long as I live. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was a bit, look how many Hall of Fame. I mean, they made so many mistakes. One day I got to call up and we'll talk with Gary and I'll talk about all the Dave Hamptons and Don Woods and yep. and Kenny Davis's and, and, and Ted hey, Kenny, now, 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 hold on. Kenny Davis was a good player. He went on to have a pretty damn good career in Buffalo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All the great players that yep. they moved away. Hampton was real good in Atlanta. Yep. Don Woods had two good years in San Diego. That's true. Uh, Ted Hendricks went on to be Oh, a Ted Hendricks. Team. Oh, God. That's I mean, another what, one. What, McLeod and yeah. all these guys. What yeah. were he doing? What was going on? Ted Hendricks. You know? I don't think – I'd have to go back. I don't think Ted Hendricks wanted to be in Green Bay. Thanks for the call, Gerard. I think that was another situation where a dude wanted out. I'd have to go back and confirm that. But I thought I read that, like, recently. Like, in the last – I don't know, six months to a year. I thought I read something that he wanted out of Green Bay. Uh, Doug and Racine, you are next here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented by the Milwaukee Admirals on the fan. Doug, what player or players have let you down uh, in your fandom uh, watching sports? The only one I can think of is Anthony Mason. Oh, my God. I was so excited when they traded for him. More heartache. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like. We're done. It's over. It's over. And then that clown just destroyed everything I had dreamed of. No, that's the thing. I was so high on him. Okay, so let's let's go over something here. First of all, I I think it's a misnomer. And I I should probably, we should probably get Larry Harris on to talk about this or George Carl. Um, But I think it's a misnomer that, like, he was instrumental in, like, destroying the team. I just don't think he fit in on the court, court court-wise, with what they were trying to do. I don't think he was ever a problem necessarily in the locker room and was a bad dude in the locker room. He just didn't fit into what they were trying to do. I think that was the bigger problem. I don't know. I bet you when he didn't fit in, he got a little missed. I'm going to, we're no, going to have to find out. I'm gonna, I would love to know. Yes. That. We're going to, I'm next time I'll find out, Doug. Thanks for the call. I'm going to find out. I'm pretty sure that he wasn't an issue in the locker room. I could be wrong. But in all this time, hearing all the stories about that circus that was that basketball team for those those few years, never heard anybody in that organization talk illing or uh, badly about Mason, the dude in the locker room, or creating problems, or creating a split, or uh, anything like that. So I could be wrong, though, that maybe he was. I just had never heard the story that he was. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk with Rami Makhlouf, The Rami Show. He'll tell us what's coming up next, and we'll ask him the same question we've been asking you straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Take your kids. They will have a blast watching Milwaukee Admirals hockey at Panther Arena. If you haven't been to the game yet, it's not too late. Get your tickets today. Uh, Rami Makhlouf is going to talk, but his mic's not close to his mouth. Oh, good. Very good. I thought you forgot. Hey, I was Uh, playing drums over here. It's a catchy tune. Oh, good. Uh, Okay, Rami's show comes up here at 3. Before we get to what's on your show, answer Mm -hmm. the question we've been doing on the Madness today. What player or players, you can have more than one, Mm -hmm. uh, that have let you down over the course and time of you being a fan, as I stated throughout the hour, does not have to be Wisconsin sports related. Mm -hmm. If your favorite team is the Vikings, you want to be mad at some kicker, it's fine. You can be mad at some kicker and be let down by some kicker. So it can be any, any team, any sport. Any town or whatever the case may be. I know you are you grew up in Illinois, mm-hmm. so it could be Chicago. I mean, Bartman comes to mind, but I don't no. know. I mean, I don't know you had expectations for a guy you didn't know to let sure. you down, so I guess that wouldn't work. Sure. But, yeah. Um, hmm. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa is probably the first guy that comes to mind. Sammy Sosa. I love that dude. For the alleged cheating? Yeah, for the cheating. We don't have to put alleged on the Alleged. Phone. He cheated. Alleged. He cheated. And uh, and that spoiled a lot of great memories for me. There was no Cub I loved more than Sammy Sosa. That was your guy? That was my dude. That was your guy? That was my dude. All right. And I always said, like, even before Sammy was good, I would tell people, this guy, he could be really good. Now, obviously, he was much better than I ever thought he could be because of steroids, but he was my dude before Possibly he was the Possibly corking dude. of bats, too. Yeah. yeah. That also is a possibility. Yeah, he did a lot of cheating. So Sammy Sosa's probably the guy. But I don't defend him. Like, some people will steroid users because they wore a uniform that they rooted for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I won't defend Sammy, so I don't think he or anybody else should be in the Hall of Fame, and I don't treat him any different. Did you see the Doug Glanville do piece? Uh, no, I didn't, but he's right. Very good. I didn't need to read it to know he's right. It's very good. Good. Very, very good. And I love that John Heyman, who I think did vote for Bonds, uh, read that piece and then regretted it and said, I'm, oh, glad, really? I'm glad he didn't get in. I was wrong. 
and I wish I would have talked Good. to him before that or whatever. So um, I think it opened up some eyes of voters. It doesn't matter. Now he's off the ballot, but sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Barry uh, Bonds, too. I love Barry Bonds. I was a big Barry Bonds fan in early in his career. In Pittsburgh? I didn't care that he was a jerk. I don't care if you're a jerk. He was I definitely I really a don't. jerk. I really don't care, though. No, I, I loved watching Barry Bonds play doesn't baseball. Doesn't matter. It doesn't affect you being good at what you do. That's why it was so disappointing when you know he turned into what he turned into—a bigger jerk. Yeah, yeah, uh, and literally a lot bigger jerk. If you see pictures of him in Pittsburgh versus how he ended up, holy goodness gracious! Uh, and again, as the story goes, and again, he's never really talked about it per se, but as, as the story allegedly goes, McGuire and Sosa have their big year. Bonds is watching all this fanfare and goes, mm-hmm. the hell with this. Mm-hmm. They are not better than uh, better at baseball than I am, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let them take all the spotlight and get credit for being yeah. so great. But I know what they're doing. I'm going to play the same game they are then. And he played it and played it at a much higher level than Bonds and McGuire. Imagine played. if he kept doing what he was already doing clean, and then all these guys were exposed for what they're but doing. But he would not And have... what his legacy would be in right. side. But it was feeding the ego yeah, at the time. Exactly. I get the motivation that doesn't that doesn't excuse it or makes right. mean he should be in the hall because that that's what it was. Right. It was stroking your ego at that time and the competitive fire that went along with it um, to show that you were the best and you were not going to let somebody else upstage you, even though you knew damn right well that they were cheating allegedly or he may have known it as a fact at that point. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, anyway, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.